0: This is the new shit, whatever day it is, September 11th? Yeah, it is September 11th today, okay. September 11th. Starting on a bit of a dark note, but uh, we record this prior, so uh, we haven't haven't yet had our moment to reflect on uh, the historic day. Exactly.
1: How you holding up? I'm doing pretty well, having a decent week here. Unfortunately, I would be going to Riot Fest this weekend, so kind of bearing that burden and living with that reality, but you know... Yeah. We've been going at it for a long time now, so kind of used to it. I was going to see MCR play. Oh. oh, right. Yeah, they were the big uh, the big band this year at Riot Fest. Who else was on the lineup? Uh, I don't know who exactly was on the 2020 lineup, but they announced the 2021 and said that like a lot of the bands were carryover. So like, I know Run the Jewels was on, uh, Smashing Pumpkins, Simple Plan's going to be there. Lupe Fiasco is still a thing. So that's going to be kind of cool, and then (laughs) like you've got the classic riot fest bands like Taking Back Sunday, Mayday Parade, Coheed and Cambria, that kind of stuff is going to be on. So it should be a good year next year.
0: Yeah, that's man. I it doesn't look good (laughs) for like for 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 sure this year. I mean, I can't see anything happening. But now we're getting to the point where I don't know. Can you see anything happening in the first quarter of 2021? I don't know if I can. I don't. So what's who's to say? Like it's not going to happen all year. So that's scary, and that's a uh, yeah, that's a bit of a downer on already a bit of a downer day. Uh,
1: so yeah, that's that sucks, Mike. Hey, it happens though. I'm gonna bring myself back up by making a Monte Cristo for lunch.
0: So. Oh, Monte Cristo sandwich! Wow, that's not just something you just whip up for lunch typically
1: i would i would have to say i mean i bought all the supplies because i was like craving some paninis right and i'm like you know i might as well make some monte cristos too surprisingly easy to do i mean you just have to put everything together dip it in some egg and then like fry it up it's not hard (laughs) okay (laughs) whatever i mean i love french
0: toast so uh it's kind of just like a Savory lunchtime French toast,
1: exactly. With some stuff between it. I actually don't even know what's on a Monte Cristo sandwich. uh, So it's just a guir, cheese and ham, and I use like a honey baked ham, so it's sweet all the way through. And oh, it's just such a good like lunchtime pick me up. There you go. Can you make a vegan version for me? Um, I don't know how I do it with the ham flavor, but I could
0: try. Okay, I'll hold you to that. We got lots of food to eat together, Mike. Very soon, this will happen. We do as, as soon as I can cross the border. We will uh, see what we can do. Exactly. So this is the new shit, and we talk about the new shit. And last week, you picked an EP for number one, and this was 68's album. This is a Love Grand. What was it again?
1: Love is Ain't Dead. There it is. I wasn't even close. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I listened
0: to this EP so much, but yet I still
1: forgot the title. Did you like the EP, Mike? Oh, I absolutely loved it. Um, you said last week you had heard it a little bit earlier. You yeah. said that it was catchier. And I 100% agree with that. There are a lot better uh, vocalisms than I've heard uh, recently. The lyricism, just coming out the gate is hot with this album. Sure. And I have loved 68's lyricism, but it has never been catchy. It's catchy in this one, and it honestly does a good job at keeping that abstractness of 68, though, right? Right. Oh yeah, they did. They, they didn't compromise their style, like what you love about the
0: band, to mm-hmm. make their music catchier or sort of have somewhat of a pop sensibility. Which is really cool because that's hard to do a lot of times, you know, when a band gets to a point in their career where they say, okay, like we're going to, you know, try something different. A lot of times, you know, that
1: compromises their old sound. Exactly. And I think it's just more of a refined take on their old sound. Their old sound's chaotic and wild, and they still do that through all the drum fills and the guitar riffs and the strange effects and vocal effects and things like that. But on top of it, you've got kind of this new consistency with the vocals whereas like josh would be all over the place on the old stuff and now it's kind of got at least a little bit of semblance of song structure through the vocals and i think that really leads to it being catchier like um i think the third song on the ep rock on is like this kind of almost sludgy anthem yeah and i just i love that that's probably my favorite one and i wouldn't be surprised if i heard it on the radio honestly just it'd be a little weird because it's kind of noisy but i mean It's still so well written, and I absolutely love this EP.
0: I would be very surprised to hear it on the radio, but hey, you never know, right? You never... Yeah, you never know. No. All right, well, let's get into the new records this week. You have prepared a top five. I am very
1: curious what you've prepared. Let's start with number five. Well, before we get to number five real quick, I do want to talk about something else last week. Okay, so, quick correction. This is something that does happen. We record on Wednesdays, and I'm not perfect. On Friday, last week, so when this podcast dropped, Medina Lake announced that they were delaying their EP until 9.25. So So, okay. we, we talked about it then. I don't think we'll talk about it that weekend, because there's a lot of great stuff coming out that week, too. But just so you know, if you're looking forward to that and couldn't find it, that's where it is.
0: I wonder why. You know, 9.25, that's a couple weeks... Uh, you know or well mm-hmm. three weeks right um, and yep. well two weeks from today but three weeks from when it was supposed to come out I just always wonder
1: why that stuff happens like it must be done you know uh, yeah and it's strange they, they said the pre-orders are shipping out on 914 and stuff like that on the website like I checked everywhere wondering where it was hmm. but this is something that happens I don't know if it's the band deciding to move it on or if it's the record label or who knows what or if they're having issues with getting it uploaded to Spotify there's Tons of crazy things that can probably go wrong. So I try not to judge too much. It just happens. Well, yeah, you really fucked that up, Mike. I think our listeners are pissed. Ugh. Damn, I'm really sorry, guys. Uh, this will be our last show, probably. So. <laughs> you're
0: fired. No, you're not fired, Mike. You, you're you're the glue no. that holds this all together. You're you're like I'm trying. You are all the fillings of the Monte Cristo sandwich.
1: Ooh, beautiful.
0: You're all of them. I'm just the egg dipped bread. That's still a good part, though. That's the part that holds the powdered sugar. (laughs) That's all I am. And speaking of complaints we've had, and I want to thank everybody that's given us feedback on the first month of this podcast series. Uh, It's been really good, Mike. People have been really nice to us, and, and especially to you. The one complaint I've gotten a couple times is that we haven't put the lists up in the show notes of the podcast, and I can understand the frustration there. However, if
1: people want to head over to your Instagram, which is? At Slappy Slam, S-L-A-P-P-Y, S-L-A-M. Slappy Slam. You can find my full list there, and I do. I go into details. I have everything sorted by genre and by release, and I've got four fans of everything. Makes it really easy to find new music. There you go. So there you go. Head over there, follow Mike at Slappy Slam on Instagram, and you can
0: find all the stuff we talk about in this show and much, much more. Okay, Mike, we're ready. Number not,
1: five, give it to me. Not permission to stop listening, though. Keep listening. No, no, no. Keep listening. So number five, this is going to be kind of a weird one kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel, in my opinion, this week, but it's the new album American Head from The Flaming Lips. Are you familiar with The Flaming Lips? Oh, of course, yes. Uh, uh, You know, a band I I wouldn't say that I listen to
0: like religiously, but Mm -hmm. a a band I have a lot of respect for, they've
1: obviously been doing it for a very long time. And I'm going to be honest, until this week, I had never actually heard a Flaming Lips song, at least to my knowledge. (laughs) I it's actually really weird. I had had a beer from a local brewery that they did in collaboration with the Flaming Lips. Okay. And I thought it was delicious and the art was cool. But I've never actually listened to them. I listened to them for the first time. I went through all the singles and a couple top songs. Honestly, not that bad. Nothing I would normally kind of go out of the way for. I think the most psychedelic rock I get is like classic Black Sabbath, if that. <laughs> you can even consider it that. But, sure. Like, as, some, as something i've never been exposed to i really like this um it's kind of dreamy almost but it still has kind of rock and roll alternative aspects to it oh yeah i want to say
0: oh yeah absolutely no and and i don't think you're alone in maybe never hearing a flaming lips song like th- the constantly mm-hmm. i'm i'm constantly like baffled and amazed that you'll see festival lineups like something massive like you know like coachella And the Flaming Lips will be like three bands from the top. And I'll be like, wow, like, who are all these people that listen to this band? Because sure, I know who they are, and they've been together for like, probably, they've probably been a band for like 40 years.
1: You know, since but, the early '80s, I was looking yeah. through the albums, and there's just album, album almost every other year. And oh yeah, like, what is going on here? Oh yeah, right. But then if you had to think about,
0: like, okay, can I can I name five Flaming Lip songs? Absolutely not. You know, so they're one of those bands mm-hmm. that's just been consistent, and they've developed a really diehard, great fan base, and it's great to see them. You know, still not just putting out music, but relevant music that people really care about. And I I Mm -hmm. love that longevity in
1: an artist. So I have tremendous respect and I'm uh, very happy that they're on our list, Mike. Exactly. Me too. And I mean, I'm glad I checked it out. Like this is one of those things that I do sometimes too with my list is I see kind of classic artists that I've never really listened to and I put it on just so I'm forced myself to listen to it, right? Yeah. I think it's a great move. Shall we move on? Number four. Number four. So we've we've got to do this number four. He is the man behind our intro song. Oh, Marilyn yes. Manson is dropping a new album called We Are Chaos. <laughs> okay, Marilyn Manson still at it.
0: Uh, I got to say, for me personally, and I know Marilyn Manson is the the theme song of the show. Uh, I do re- have respect for you know, what he's done and especially Mm -hmm. bringing some of the like craziness in terms of industrial music and and goth to the mainstream. But, you know, I feel like a lot of his stuff in terms of like really, you know, doing it for me is a little bit few and far between. So have you heard anything
1: from this record? What can uh, what can people expect for, for this one from Marilyn Manson? So I've heard the one single, he's only released one single, even strange, like super strange move. And it's the title track. So it's, we are chaos is the single on the album. We are chaos. And it's kind of weird. Like it's almost more of an atmospheric song than I would expect from a Marilyn Manson. Um, I can't tell if I didn't look at the track listing. I'm not sure if this is like an intro track or if it's in the middle more as an interlude, but it's, Gonna be an interesting album, I think, and I think you can say that about every Marilyn Manson album. There's probably maybe one song that I can pull from each one, and I know he's another one of those bands, kind of like the Flaming Lips, that just has a diehard fan base, too, right? Sure, like you see those tours every summer where it's either Marilyn Manson and Corn, or Marilyn Manson and Rob Zombie, or Marilyn Manson and Slipknot, like kind of those big, heavy metal kind of names, and he still gets put on those every year. He still draws a crowd. I mean, I'm interested to see what happens. I always am. Will I actually like this? Probably not a whole ton of it. But am I going to think it's going to be an interesting concept? Yes.
0: Well, it's super intriguing to just release one single, and I haven't heard it, but if it's, as you say, you know, a little bit more atmospheric that's really really interesting you know and Mm -hmm. you'd think if the whole album wasn't like this that he'd put out a banger you know uh before the album at least right so yeah it's super super interesting and uh yeah we'll see what this is all about and yeah this one we should revisit next week after you listen to it mike i'd I'd really really be interested to see if uh, maybe we have a new maybe we have a new theme song Maybe. I don't think so.
1: I don't either. Nothing will top that. All right. Marilyn Manson at number four. Number three, Mike. So number three is actually a Rarities album from Mastodon. Um, Okay. If you're not familiar with the concept of a Rarities album, it's normally things that the band has released in the past as kind of like a uh, hidden secret track on an album, or it's a special live performance. So... They've got a couple covers on this. I forget what exact covers. I know one of the covers that they do is the Butthole Surfers. Um, (laughs) They've got a couple of the weird songs that they've done throughout the years, like uh, the theme song at one point for Aqua Teen Hunger Force, and that's on there. Right. And like all these crazy weird songs that you would never kind of hear, as well as some live songs and some covers and stuff like that. and. I don't really think there's a lot to talk about this. Mastodon is a pretty great like groove stoner metal band. Um
0: Oh yeah, I mean I, I think know. they're what, at least what? I mean I, I love Mastodon. I th- I think they're more than that. I I think I I'd give them more credit than just another groove stoner rock band. They have so many oh, yeah. great elements within their music and and they're such a talented band, you know, everything from their singer to their drummer. But, you know, with the Rarities record, sometimes you get new material, you know, a lot of times it'll just be maybe be one song or maybe a couple songs uh, or some, mm-hmm. you know, some stuff that's new in terms of like a remix. Is there anything like that on this album? Do you know?
1: Yeah, there's one new song. It was the only song that was released as a single. It's called Fallen Torches. It's really good. I like it. The only thing that I don't like about it With newer Mastodon that I like and I enjoy, I like it for the production value. You know, they do the crazy things where if you're using a surround speaker system, the drums will actually pan around and it's like you're sitting in the center of the drum kit. Mm And You don't really get stuff like that on this being like an unreleased song. Right. It it doesn't feel up to the quality of new Mastodon, which is fine. Like it's still a well-written song and everything like that. But that's kind of what I go for when I want to hear New stuff from them, right? No,
0: and and that makes that makes total total sense, you know. But I I do think you know in this era of streaming and Spotify and all those other things out there, and it's hard mm-hmm. sometimes to get individual songs. So if there is a you know a band like Mastodon that's been at it for I don't know twenty years or something like that, you know they have put out yep. probably so many. You know, things all in different places that's probably just hard to find now. And maybe, you know, you can't mm-hmm. find it on Spotify or it's labeled funny or something. So, you know, to be able to take all this stuff and put it together in one concise package. I think that that's really great for their fans, and of course their we talk about, you know, this is three in a row. Yep. We're talking about bands that have been at it for a very long time with diehard fan bases, which is pretty cool. and all these oh, yeah. three records,
1: you know, they're all going to be different. So that's cool. We're, we're off to a great start with the first three here, Mike.: Yep, I'm excited for all of them for uh, bringing something unique that we haven't. I haven't personally seen at least in a long time, at least with the rarity of the album. It's going to be interesting. All right. Moving on to number dose, number two, we have from North Carolina releasing their self-titled EP. It's a deathcore band called Filth, and if that name doesn't just sound <laughs> heavy, what would be a heavier deathcore band name? It's I can't think of one. Filth Filth does really does it for me. Yes, in terms of the aesthetic. Yes, But yeah. Overall, a uh, five-piece band. Um, they're super heavy. If you're not familiar with a lot of deathcore or like smaller deathcore bands, if you like bands like Falsifier, Angel Maker, Shadow of Intent, things along those lines, I think you'll really like this record. It's going to be an EP, so it's a little bit short. uh, Five, six songs, something like that. But I absolutely love these guys. I've seen them live multiple times. They've come all the way from North Carolina to play a thing we have in Michigan here called The Pizza Show. They do it almost every year. Um, I've talked to the guys multiple times they're amazing people really nice and they kill it live too which for me is one of the great things with these kind of heavier bands is if you can bring it on the record and you can sound heavy but can you actually make it sound good live and these guys do so I'm really excited for this new EP okay yes me
0: too but you have to tell me what the pizza show is all right, That doesn't sound like something that a band like Filth would play. This sounds like something
1: that Real Friends and Knucklepock would play, you know? <laughs> and, and you would think that, but if you're a metalcore band, you are one of the lightest bands on this show. Okay, And it's this pizza, I think uh, CE Entertainment is the guys who put it together. It's a local Michigan promoter, and they basically get about half the bands locally, and they're normally like deathcore, maybe a metalcore band or two. And then they bring in a bunch of other like super heavy deathcore bands and stuff like that. Like uh, Bro Job was supposed to headline this year, but unfortunately wasn't able to happen. Always super heavy. And I love it. And you get free pizza. Oh, yeah. That's the part I'm most excited about. They make all the pizza at the concert venue because it's also a bar. So it's like 200 people or something (laughs) there. And it's always just a great time. (laughs) I saw, I saw Slaves there one year. That was interesting. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, I feel like they might not fit in with a band with the name Filth. But uh, hey, you know, you never know. To each his own. And I love all different kinds of music. And I think a lot of people do. Yeah, oh, yeah. I just, for some reason, I do too. Deathcore and Pizza just is funny to me. So I really wanted to get that out in the open. It's a hilarious concept. So this band Filth,
1: they're a new band? This is their first release? Uh, this is actually their second EP. They've okay. already got an EP out. Um, they've got two singles off this one. Uh, one of them is called Hell. The other one's called Fear, which is uh, featuring Jamie from I Declare War, another heavy deathcore band. Overall, I really like their first EP, and they've kind of grown with these new singles. They've found a bit more of their sound, and I think this is going to be a great deathcore release.
0: Okay, well, that's the first four releases this week. Most anticipated. We're going to get to number one after this. And we're back. Okay, Mike. I'm ready for it.
1: What is the number one most anticipated album this week? All right. So the number one most anticipated album this week, I'm only going to say the artist's name once. It's Eskimo Callboy with their new EP, MMXX, <laughs> which is uh, 2020. Uh, they're an electronic metalcore, uh, core band <laughs> from Germany. Um, if you like... Anything super heavy electronic influenced music wise, like his statue falls um, all the way to icy stars or abandon all ships as a throwback. You're going to love these guys. They are a meme and a half. <laughs> um, if if you can watch the music videos before you actually listen to it, <laughs> right. because it just makes it so much better. Right? Like you've seen hyper hyper right? Song of the summer.
0: Yes, I was going to say they have a lot of hyper right now. Uh, yes, oh, yes, the hyper hyper video is not to be missed. I will give the band that. It is hilarious. I see why you called it mullet core. Uh, yes, that that is oh, yeah. definitely a, a much watch. I think that's up to like 6 million views or something already, and it just came out a, oh, couple, yeah. a couple months ago. A month and a half, I think. Right. Now, as a Canadian and somebody who I like to you know, think of myself as forward thinking and progressive. I Mm -hmm. do think the band should
1: change their name. And I agree. Is that why you said you'd only say the band name once? Yep. So it's easy to find them. Uh, I typically refer to them as EC or E-Callboy now. I recently, and you actually helped me out with this. I didn't know that it was kind of a derogatory slur. It's helped me on moving past it. I mean, this is all we can do as people is grow, right? Sure.
0: And and I don't want to harp on the band. I don't want to like, you know, call them out exactly oh, yeah. but you know yeah I, I want people to be aware that I, I don't say the name and and I feel like you know it maybe it's partly where I'm from I know a lot of Americans don't know the mm-hmm. term and you know we just had a football team in the Canadian Football League just changed their name they were the Edmonton E's and they changed their name you know now uh-huh. to I guess I think it's to be determined because the the league got canceled this year. No, I I just think that, you know, we should all be, you know, progressive about it. And I don't think the band with all the hype is going to change their name. But, you know, it's uh, it would be a good gesture on their part if they did. But, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. And uh, regardless, I will give them some credit for making one of the most creative
1: and hilarious videos of the year. For sure. Mm -hmm. Hands down. They've they've always been like this, too. I've been listening to them since I was in high school. Um that's probably about 10 years now since they first started releasing music. Um, they were kind of on that first wave when Asking Alexandria, Attack, Attack, everything like that was coming out. The super electronic influence metalcore. And as a junior in high school, I was all there for it and found these guys. I've been listening to them forever. They're absolutely amazing. One of my favorite bands on the scene right now, and I'm glad that they're taking off. Definitely changed the name, E-Call Boy, something like that. Also, uh something important to note: new vocalist on this release they've had one vocalist their entire career up until this e p uh they parted ways with sushi sushi, okay, very interesting that's his name for a
0: band, yeah, that's been doing it like you say for that long to do that, and then all of a sudden, you know get a lot of hype uh that's really interesting yeah, now and the success comes yeah it's it's quite you know that never happens and good for them I mean for being able to to pull that off I think I'm sure a lot of the fans that have been you know with them since the beginning are probably pretty bummed out maybe not I mean you're one of them and you don't seem to be too bothered especially the fact that this
1: is number one on your list yeah and I love it I love the new vocalist um he's great I can't recall his name off the top of my head I want to say it's Nico or something like that but I can't remember but absolutely amazing vocalist Fits the role extremely well where Sushi was. I think brought something a little new to the band and maybe just a fresh set of ears to help out with the takes. I am a little sad, obviously, because Hype of Hype is getting all this hype. And it's an amazing song. And they have such a great back catalog, too. And a lot of people are just kind of ignoring that. Listen to the back catalog, too. If you like it, it's amazing. Yeah, and that's pretty much all I've got to say about this EP. I'm just really excited for it. It's going to be one of those ones where... I have to save this to last until I listen to it, and then I can go watch the new music videos and have a good time.
0: There you go. Shout out to Germans. Love them. Crazy. Yeah, man, this is great. No, it's great to see a German band, you know, a German rock band, you know, picking up some hype, you know, overseas, because that doesn't happen, and there are so many great Mm -hmm. German bands that seem to just kind of be confined to Germany, even ones that sing in English. So it's nice to see them, uh, yep. them killing it. Outside, the great country of Deutschland. Okay, Mike. Uh, well, before we do a recap, anything else uh, as an honorable mention, whether it's a single or a deluxe version or other albums that you maybe yep. didn't get to?
1: So uh, pretty much all I've got is three singles and a cover, actually. Um, the new Like Moth to Flame single is dropping. Um, well, I've already heard it. It dropped today. Nice. But that is... Absolutely exceptional. Great songwriting as always. Um, I'm a little worried about the mix on the album. If the vocals are going to be as muddy throughout the entire album, I'm going to be a little disappointed, but that's just a minor detail. Okay, okay. New Dark Tranquility single is dropping. uh, Their first single in a couple years. They're kind of one of my favorite uh, death metal bands. I love seeing them. They're absolutely great. They've got just the right tinge of proggy and doom. And I think they kind of cover all the bases from what you want from modern metal. Yeah. I like them a lot too. Yep. And there's a new Seaway single coming out. Nice. Um, If it sounds anything like the first single big vibe, I'm going to be absolutely here for it. I love Seaway. One of the best kind of middle of the road, pop punk bands, I think out there right now. And, I can't wait to talk about this full album on the actual podcast yes.
0: later this yes. year. Yes, I bet it will be very anticipated. For sure, top five, maybe even number one. I love their last album. Do you know when the record is mm-hmm. actually dropping?
1: Um, I don't right off the top of my head. Let me check my list.
0: One. I know you pre-ordered it because you're a superstar. Oh, I did. That's a good boy. You know me. That's a good boy. He doesn't just talk the talk. He walks the walk as well. That's what I love about you,
1: Mike. I order way too many vinyl records. That's great. It is bad. That's great. All right, I can't find it on my list, but it's somewhere in here. Yeah. I think it's October. Okay. It's October. Sure. It'll it'll show up at my door and I'll listen to it. <laughs> hopefully early you can give us a little sneak preview. Yeah,
0: hopefully. What else, Mike?
1: Anything else? Yeah, one more thing. Uh, so this just kind of came across my board today. And Motionless and White have released a cover of Somebody Told Me by The Killers. Oh. And it is a bop. Oh. Like, I probably listened to it like four or five times this morning. It actually jams. If the killer sounded like that, I would be more into the killers. And if Motionless <laughs> and White sounded more like this, I would be more into Motionless and White. Oh, best of both worlds. <laughs> okay. Okay, that, that works. Exactly. And they did the great thing where they kept true to the cover. There's no screams or anything on it, but they kind of incorporate that, like, their. Uh, their keyboard synthy sounds their guitar sounds everything else about it and it makes it kind of this nice meld between the two and i really liked it nice i love that mike all right well we did the thing shall we recap yes i think we shall okay number five number five is american head the new album from the flaming lips number four number four is we are chaos the new album from marilyn manson number three Number three is Medium Rarities from Mastodon. Number two. Number two is the new EP Filth by Filth. Filth by Filth. And the number one most anticipated release this week is... MMXX or 2020, however you want to do it with the Roman numerals by E-Callboy. There it is. Hypa Hypa, you're pretty and I
0: like you, Mike. Uh, You're pretty and I like you too, Shane. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right I'm, I'm excited to hear all these records on friday while well, they're out today and yes there's uh so much yep. great music coming out during this quarantine don't miss it and next week make sure you tune back in right here because we'll have five more coming at you anything else to tell the people mike
1: hey like i said again uh if you want the full list follow me at slappy slam and uh learn how to make a monte cristo they're delicious there you go. You heard it here first. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. All this new shit got a new will. That's some new ice. That's some new drug. Got rid of my old chairs. Got a new bitch. All this new shit. All this new shit. All this new shit. Got a new will. That's some new ice. That's some new drug. Got rid of my old chairs. Got a new bitch. All this new shit.